All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back. This is episode 10. Dang, dude, we've been doing for this for 10 weeks. Can you believe that? We've reached the 10-week mark of starting this podcast. It's crazy. Um, and the, the title of this episode is called... What was it called? No excuse. No excuse. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, three different three different things that we wanted to bring up um, and discuss, and really, really um, portraying like there is really no excuse um, to not do these things and to or not to fall into these things. So as always, I'm Carlos. Oh, uh, I guess I'm Matthew. Right. I get, he guesses he's Matthew. He's guesses. He, I think uh, I was told. You want to know why it took so long to respond? Because I was why reading something. Long. I was reading something and I lost attention to you, so I apologize. And Matthew is distracted today. Matthew I has had a long day today. I, I, I woke up like at two o'clock, so I'm not <laughs> I'm <still> fine. <laughs> but I'm still tired what? though. So. <laughs> Wait, because you had work or what? Well, yeah, I had work from like midnight till seven thirty in the morning. So it's not uh-huh. that long, but still, I've, I was just asleep. Yeah, you got to catch so. up on sleep. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's here now, so let's do it. Um, so yeah, so how, man? Catch me up. How you been? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some of I this. Could, I could feel the enthusiasm coming from your voice. <laughs> nah, nothing much. Uh, just chilling. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't really. I started Latin a couple days ago, so that's been kind of interesting. That's that's dope. Latin is yeah, a cool language. It's a hard language to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is it is interesting. Uh, I started reading a couple new books that I will recommend for you guys at the end of this episode. And um, um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. What about you? Man, I always love hearing. First of all, I always love hearing you explain what's going on because you ju- you're just straightforward and to the point. A lot of people, like me, will take a while to get to the point. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, now yeah, man, I've been good. Uh, I was able to go back to. I started going back to work this week, so you know, it finally feels like I got my life back into a routine and whatnot. A uh, uh-huh. little bit better on sanity. I've been able to work out now. Um, I actually started reading this book. It's called The Gospel of Life. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's it's by JP two really awesome Ooh. perspective on the church's beliefs on you know stuff like euthanasia abortion and mm-hmm. even the death penalty really cool stuff uh, so i'm pumped to continue to read that um and as far as anything everything else goes um yeah i just i just been like you know kept being <laughs> trying to catch up with school bro it's been it's been it's been tough but you know we're making it through all right let's jump into this um, All right our, the, the, yeah, yeah, just let's jump. I mean, unless anything, you have, oh, you have okay. anything, you, oh, you, okay. want, you want to bring it oh, together? Okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be slightly, yeah. <laughs> All right, so well, the first thing I wanted to bring up. All right, dude, did you hear about? I mean, obviously, you heard about it, or else you're living under a rock. But rock. the ven- the venerable uh, Carlo, uh, I think his his last name was a. Asute, Akute, I don't yeah, know, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. Something, something like that, <laughs> something yeah, like that. But yeah, they yeah, uh, yeah. they unveiled his body and it was still intact. And he died, I believe, in uh, 06 or 09. I might have been able, I might have flipped the number around, but I think it was one uh, of those years. I thought, I thought it was 08. 08? Oh, dang. I was uh, you know wrong. what? Here, hold up. I think you keep yeah, talking. So, I'll yeah. try to find it. Yeah, fact check that. Uh, anyways, so this venerable um, was a young man, uh, a millennial, I guess you could say, uh, born in the 90s. I think he was born in 91, actually. Um, very, very fond 
uh, very, very young. And this is what I wanted to bring this up on this podcast because, you know, obviously this podcast uh, is entitled The New Era Saints. We call ourselves The New Era Saints, uh, not because we're actually saints, but because we're trying to live out a life of holiness and we're trying to, you know, be saints after uh, we leave this earth. Um, and this was just a really big inspiration to both me and Matthew when we heard this story because it's literally what we're trying to do. You know, this guy, uh, his family, he did not come from a faith background. Obviously, it was kind of more like a tradition in his family. He was the one who um, initiated that love for Christ and that love for the Eucharist. Uh, he went to daily mass, uh, daily prayer, daily uh, weekly confession. Um, the, I think the only other person that I know that does weekly confession is the Pope. Um, so this guy was, this dude was doing a really, really great job. Whoa, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. I do weekly confession. What the heck? Weekly? You do? Yeah, man. I got nothing oh. else to do here, so. <laughs> oh, well, then there's another. There, an, add Matthew to that list. <laughs> oh, and it's that October 12th, 2006 is when he passed away. He okay, was born oh, so. May 3rd, 1991. There we go. Yeah, so 91 to 06. If you th- yeah. That's like not a long time. Not a long time at all. Uh, what was he when he, he, he was he was still like in his teens, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm not good at math. Yeah, yeah. This is, I'm, none of us are gifted <laughs> in math here. We're, we're, we, we like history and theology. Not, none of that math, numbers and stuff like that for us. But you get the gist of it. Um, but I want to get your reaction. What was your reaction when you heard this story, Matt? He would be 15. He was 15 then, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in his yeah. teens, bro. Yeah, I had to do this. Sorry. Um, my reaction. Uh, I don't know. I I would never expect, at least, um, at least within this year, to hear about someone being a possible patron saint for something that involves technology. Right. Um. So it's just, it just goes to prove that literally, you guys can become saints. Anyone can be a saint, if you work towards it. Um, so I, I was, I wasn't actually shocked to hear about it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The reason why, because I, I've always had this feeling, uh, this gut feeling that there's someone out there who's going to be a patron safe for that. I just honestly did not know when it was going to happen though, but I knew that it was going to happen. Um, so I wasn't necessarily shocked, but I was, I was definitely, you know, filled with joy that like, oh, you know, thank goodness, you know. Uh, we have someone that to pray for, to pray to for that now, you know, especially with today's world involving the internet and stuff like that. It could be a very dark world. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to have, have a patron saint for that or soon to have a patron saint for that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, one of, one of the biggest things that he did was just, um, recording Eucharistic miracles and sharing them online. Um, and this was like when he was alive, it was basically like when the internet started to become like a a day to day type of thing. So he took advantage of that and, you know. I think it's, it's something very inspiring for sure. Uh, you know, as Catholics, we should be using media to evangelize, essentially. You know, there's people who are more reserved and don't like social media, but if you're an active person and you want to portray something on your social media, you might as well use it as a way to evangelize because you have, you have no idea how many souls can be touched um, by a simple post about, you know, a reflection from a verse or a simple video of you reflecting on a on something that you came across in prayer. It, it makes a big difference, at least for the youth and, and even for older people as well. Um, and it's just such a great tool that we have at our hands that obviously Carlo took a big uh, advantage of and he started to do that and he started to evangelize fearlessly and leave his, live his life fearlessly before unfortunately, you know, he became sick and um, yeah, obviously passed away. But man, I was super inspired 
after like hearing this and i was just like pumped and like the reason why uh i we thought about calling this uh pod, this episode no excuse is because after hearing this this story and this you know this uncovering of his life there really is no excuse for us not to you know do the same there's no excuse for us not to be able to live up to that potential live up to that um holiness and sainthood that you know is our mission in life um mm-hmm. which leads me to my next question bro like okay this is like uh not that deep but like I think we've talked about this before, but if you could be the page and I, when we put it on as a question on, on our story, but if you could be the patron saint of something, obviously the internet is taking thank, thank you, Carlo. Um, but what would you be the patron saint of? Uh, I, I would be patron saint of wild, wildland or wildlife. However you want to say it. Um, they're mm-hmm. called hot shots, uh, firefighters specifically just for them just for them because i know there is a patron saint for firefighters but i'm just saying specifically just for them i would want to mm-hmm. be a patron saint for them dang that's really really cool man um oh dang, that's thank like... you carlos i'm glad you think it's really really cool. <laughs> it's just like i never it's, I never... it's so fake right now <laughs> no, no that's not it wasn't no no okay in, in all seriousness <laughs> in all seriousness it's because i was trying to think of what what i would be a patron saint of, so i said it i literally said it sounds it sounded cool in the most nonchalant way but that was funny <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy man I know. Uh, if i were to be a patron saint of something I would like to be the patron saint of photography. I think that it's a very cool way of expressing mm, emotions and art. Let me yeah. make sure that doesn't exist. It does it, does it? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see. Patron right. saint of photography. Ah, Saint Veronica. Boo. I'm saint just Veronica kidding. is the patron saint of the. F- uh, where, what's wrong? My phone's not loading. Okay, it's like cutting off the rest of it for some reason. Whose representations they celebrated biannually, summer and winter, as in many pious Christian countries. She was also the patron saint of photographers and laundry workers. Dang. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Okay. Since now, you, photo- now you can't say that anymore. You can't. If, that's a, that's if, disrespectful to St. Veronica now. If photography's taken, and obviously music is taken, there's so oh, many yeah. there's so many saints that are patron saints of music. Uh, what about of... Uh, mm, if you guys hear some weird noises because I'm drinking water, so enjoy your ASMR session. Um, <laughs> what about um, dude? I don't even know. I feel like everything's taken already. So. <laughs> I know for real. <laughs> so much, um, so much for the new era. The patron saint of Claremont. How about that? That's. <laughs> not, no offense, Claremont. I'm not trying to be the patron saint of this place. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, man. Uh, I got to think about it. I think as life unravels, I'll, I'll figure out what what I want to be the patron saint of. But you know, little that, league baseball coaches. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be the patron saint of <laughs> little league baseball. <laughs> crazy man, crazy. You're crazy. Uh, all right, all oh right. man. No, but yeah, I I just think that, you know, just even like thinking about that kind of stuff makes you like realize how like how real it is and how much how how obtainable that actually can be in our lives, you know? Yes, I know. I do know. Um, Okay, (laughs) so that was I mean, I think that's a good way to sum up our first topic right there. What was your what would you said? Okay, what do you want to do for the second topic? If you haven't noticed, we're doing like a free flow kind of thing right now we're just saying like screw it let's just talk naturally so yeah. um what do you want to talk what's the second topic you want to bring up here 
Well, today is the feast day of our, our Lady mother, of the Rosary. Our Lady of the Rosary. So, so if y'all haven't prayed your rosaries, I recommend you do that now, like you should be every day. Um, <laughs> it's important, please, man. Please. It's the biggest if you way. Yeah. If you can't even do a full rosary, just do a decade. It doesn't yeah. even take. It takes like five minutes to do a decade. So don't even. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Don't let me hear the excuses. But yeah, although, please. although it, just to put into like a like a like a way to sum it up if you do a decade it's kind of just like giving mother mary a, a tap on the back if you want if you want to give her a full hug do the whole rosary mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. thing speaking of the rosary um and especially on this speci- on this special day uh i kind of want to talk about um the movie uh our lady of fatima um and i know i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast before but uh, I, I don't know i don't think so i doubt it i don't think so but anyways i wanted to bring it up because well, first of all, I want to get your take on what you were, what was going through your mind while you were watching that movie, and also how you think it can be applied um, to uh, this, the world we live in today. Um, what I was, well, so first of all, um, you know, I, it was nice seeing a visual, uh, a visual image of what you've always read about in your childhood and everything, and. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry Why so, you because you, okay so you guys know how we do this over facetime like we look at each other and sometimes we try to make each other laugh when we're <laughs> i, didn't think and you I don't know laughed. why i'm laughing now but <laughs> I didn't think you um yeah um i know i know i know anyways uh it was nice seeing a visual image of what we we're always learning about and like hearing about um and they did a great job with the low budget of that they had they did a really good job actually uh, i can only imagine if they had a bigger budget what they could have done um so uh i i thought it was an amazing movie i recommend every catholic every christian every christian if you don't mind my little mormon and protestant brothers and sisters to watch the movie um but if you are a catholic it should it should be like mandatory to watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and you kind of brought up, you know, how would it relate to today? Um, oh, it relates in every way today. So, um, you know, these these children were getting visits by Mary because, you know, the world was in the midst of a world war. It was the first world war, right? Uh, or modern day world war, I should say. Um, and uh, you know, these are God's children that that are being killed. Um, some young men and women are being killed. It's just at a rapid rate. So it's breaking God's heart. It's breaking all the saints up there are heartbroken when this is happening, and they are till they are still today. Um, and you know, so Mary appears to these innocent children because children have innocence that us adults just simply don't have. Um, right. So she appears to them and. All three of these children will eventually become saints, and if you don't know about them, I highly re- recommend reading about them. Uh, and you know, she's she's just telling these children to pray for the intercession of the world, pretty much, to turn towards God. Um, and if you read into detail, it's mostly for Russia, because you know Russia's oh Russia, um, <laughs> Russia, um, and. Um, so, you know, they're they're praying this rosary and miracles start happening. And then you hear about the miracle, the dancing sun, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so I think in today's world, you know, war just started. Another war just started with Armenia, right. um, which is very heartbreaking. Uh, they're a Catholic country, Christian majority country. So they need our support. Um, 
So go to Red Cross, guys. Go to whatever you got to go to to donate for them. Um, anyways, uh, and I think right now this world needs action involving prayer. So pray your rosaries. Pray, offer up mass to the world uh, for the world uh, for peace. Uh, offer up your rosaries for world peace, and um, but also taking physical action. That means you know voting. Uh, voting is one action you can take to help change the world. Uh, protesting. Protesting is an action you can take also to help change the world. Uh, mm-hmm. And donating. And there's, there's just starting your own thing. Is like don't be afraid to speak up. Like I've <laughs> – so you guys already know my support for, you know, for POTUS. You know, I support him. I, I am a voter. I will vote for him. Uh and I receive a lot of criticism for that, and this is and this is where a lot of people uh, become afraid to be a real right. Catholic. Uh, it's right. when they start receiving the criticism and the hatred, and and the disrespect from other people that just simply don't understand what it means to be a follower of Christ. Um, and it was funny uh, yesterday uh, at Mass, daily Mass. Father Calvin he comes up after Mass and he comes up to me and he's like, um. I start talking to him, and then we're talking about different things. We're talking about St. Francis of Assisi, uh, all that stuff. You know, we're we're talking, and then uh, I, for some reason, just something came over me that said, and I, I'm, you know, we'll put this quote down for you guys to remember, or I'll post it tonight actually. Um, I simply said this, like I, I looked at Father, and something just like we we're talking about what's happening in the world, especially in our country, and I said, you know what, Father, like. I'll tell you how I know I'm being a good Catholic. The reason why I know I'm being a good Catholic is because people start hating me. Mm, and he smiled at me. He's like, you're right. He's like, you're absolutely right. Because I, th- I forgot if it was Peter or Paul that said, rejoice when you are persecuted. Mm. And that's uh, sure. Rejoice. Because that means you're doing your job. You're doing right. your job as a Christian. You're, you're speaking up for what is right. Because sometimes, and especially in today's modern world, what is right through God is wrong through many others' eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I I know I'm doing a good job because I'm receiving hate, and I love re- I love receiving the hate. If anything, it just gives me more people to pray for. So there you go. You're welcome. I'm praying for your soul. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I just know I'm doing a good job because, and you've experienced too. So like, if you want to go off of like, tell me how you, this, you know, just go off of this. Let me hear what you have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, in regards to uh, Our Lady of Fatima, the movie, I think it's con- I think it I think it's something that will always continuously relate to current events because you know obviously we might not be you know in like a a world war of that caliber that they were in, but the world is still in grave sin and you know mm-hmm. the world is never going to be I don't think there's ever going to be such thing as a world peace in my humble opinion until until the until the second coming of Jesus essentially. Oh yeah, because. Uh, it's so unobtainable uh, for man because man is uh, stubborn and very um, very greedy, uh, and it, I don't think that I don't think that's ever going to change. I think that's just human nature, especially with uh, world leaders and whatnot in certain situations. Um, so I, that's why I think that the message still stands for generations to come. That you know, praying to our Blessed Mother and asking for her protection. Uh, 
can save souls essentially it can save souls it can save the souls that have passed it can save uh souls um from you know going into hell and it could save souls that you know have been lost and i think it's it's very essential for us to do that um every single day um it's such a beautiful prayer and such a powerful prayer that i think is underestimated by a lot of catholics and by a lot of people in general um and in regards to what you just said about you know you know you're doing you're being a catholic the right way when you're being hated oh, man i totally agree i totally agree there, yeah i think that when you don't follow the mainstream and you follow your morals and your beliefs as far as like what you've been taught not only within the catholic church but also within your own household i think yeah you're gonna get a lot of hate especially in this world <laughs> we live in today there's no such yeah. thing as no hate you know there's there's only such thing as incompetence uh uneducated people mm -hmm. and frustration that leads uh to immaturity and what i mean by that is just that people people want everyone to be like agree like people want people to agree with each other you know what i'm saying which is not a bad thing yeah, okay yeah. but it is a bad thing when people want to agree on the wrong things <laughs> you know and, yeah. it, and, it, and it could make bring a lot of damage and i i've experienced this as well look i personally haven't been in a lot of situations where i've been like I guess verbally hated on but i did i did i did have an occasion recently and it had nothing to do with like you know uh politics or anything um that's uh -huh. i that's not one of the things that i you know put out there even though i do have the same beliefs as you do matt uh this was more about i posted a video of this uh priest who was asking alexa you know who who oh, uh, yeah, 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 who started yeah, the church yeah. who started the catholic church and alexa obviously saying uh, jesus right and yeah. this old uh, colleague of mine from high school um, swiped up, and you know Ooh, instead of, instead up. yeah instead of saying hello and just like you know starting a casual conversation that obviously he wanted to debate about the Catholic faith, uh, he just jumped in and started giving me facts of history that I knew that I knew these things already. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not like I don't know my history, bro. And so I I kindly responded, hey man, first and foremost. Uh, it's great to hear from you too. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's great to hear from you too, and uh, and I'm glad you know your history. And then we we went on a conversation, and it seemed as if instead of him trying to just converse with me as to why he didn't think Catholicism was the true and you know holy church that we believe it to be, it seemed that instead of having a conversation as to why he didn't believe it, he just wanted to convince me otherwise. Yeah. And I continue to stay on my points. I continue to, you know, mention the same things. And one thing that he couldn't seem to do was de debunk my spirituality. You know, he mm -hmm. could bring it the he could bring up all the history he wants, all the numbers, all whatever, whatever, um, all the like the years and stuff like that, which is fine, which does go, you know, to an extent uh, to prove a lot. But when it comes to spirituality, there's nothing like just firm faith, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was leaving important things out like the Eucharist and different sacraments. And when I finally got him to bring it up, he was like, well, other other denominations have sacraments, too. I'm like, yeah, who do you think they got it from? Yeah, who do you exactly. think they got it from, man? And then I even considered like holy sacraments because they our sacraments are deprived from Christ himself. Exactly. Uh, or from, you know, you know, the other specific things that you can easily look into. But. They, these these sacraments come from the the people who first of all left the church and mm -hmm. then decided that you know what let's change this sacrament to this like no you don't you don't do that but right but, you know it's okay it's whatever <laughs> yeah and one of the things that actually made me made me kind of laugh 
when I was messaging this individual was when he said, "Hey, man, um, didn't you go? Or don't you go to a Catholic university? And didn't you go to a Catholic uh, uh, high school after leaving the school that you know I met you in?" And then I said, um, actually, my faith has not been influenced by education whatsoever. I've been in public school my entire life, and I still am. Mm-hmm. I told them my faith has been built on, you know, um, my own studies, self-realization, experiences with God, and also many different uh, theologians and philosophy teachers that I've encountered, as well as priests. And, the, you know, he was astonished by this. You know, I think it was hard for him to understand, you know, what other reason I would be such a firm believer than education, right? Mm-hmm. And after I told him that, he simply just uh, kind of shied away and realized that, you know, he wasn't going to convince me. <laughs> I, I feel like he just wanted to, like, deconvert, like, de, uh, divert me there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I felt kind of offended. I was like, oh, were you trying to have a conversation or were you just trying to prove my faith wrong to myself so I could start overthinking stuff? That's not how it works, man. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to continuously something be something that we uh, encounter, especially as as youth. You know, it's not very common to be religious. Uh, you know, it's more common to be open-minded and more common to not offend anyone um, and not say anything like that. But the reality is that you're not offending anyone if you're just saying what you believe, man. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that shouldn't offend anyone. You know, because one of the one of the uh, arguments these uh, like people might bring up as far as like don't offend anyone is you know letting people have their own opinion okay so then don't go with their opinion by (laughs) by, like don't go with their opinion by saying that just stick to your own thing you know and i feel like within the church too there's a lot of uh there's a lot of confusion um and there's attack within and um outside of the church as well uh which is something we're seeing a lot with the division within the country within the world and within the church Mm -hmm. no i agree um To, you know, Father Colvin had t- told me this uh, yesterday. I'm currently reading a book called The Fathers. Uh, Pope Benedict wrote it. It's an amazing book. Uh, pretty hard to understand, actually, because it's uh, he's just so advanced in his writing skills. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a good challenge. I like reading it. Um, uh, and it, he points out this, this, uh, this problem of division mm-hmm. that roots back since pretty much, well, he likes to bring it up, uh, not necessarily the origin of the division, but a big uh, example of division was Saint uh, Saint Clement. You know, the, they call him the Bishop of Rome, right? Um, and he, Saint Clement had a lot of difficulty because a lot of these different branches within the Catholic Church were so divided amongst each other, and they were so arrogant, and their their self pride took over, and they were just like, "No, I'm right," or like, "No, I'm right," and they just could not get along. And it's, you know, Saint Clement was like. All right. Well, I'm gonna do what Christ wants me to do. I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna bring us together, and he did that. He did a great job doing that. Um, and you know, just it's just crazy to think that that was that was you know centuries ago, and we're right. still having the same problem. And I'm right. not talking about within the Catholic Church. Like, yes, of course we have that problem, but I'm talking about with just Christianity in general. Like, uh, I will always respect. Um, you know, my other Christian brothers and sisters, whether you're Protestant, Mormon, whatever you want to call yourself, non-denominational. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'll always respect you. I'm glad you believe in Christ. But as soon as you start saying that, like, the Catholic Church is not the one true church, then you're simply just denying facts. You're denying historical facts. And you're denying God's fact. Right. Um, and the fact is that the Catholic Church is the one true church. It was founded 
through and by Christ. Um, and there's no other church in no other Christian church in the world that's able to say that. There just isn't. You know, right. you don't see Hillsong Church saying like, "Oh yeah, Christ Himself, He told us that this is our, this is my church, and upon this rock, you know, like blah blah blah, this and that." Like, no, because He didn't. He didn't say. He didn't say that. Right. Um, he said that for our church, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why you know, if you guys still don't know this, you know, Catholic means universal. You know, so like, yeah, we yeah, are literally. universal. We are the church in the universe, pretty much. Yeah. Um, literally. Uh, so you guys have to understand that, like this. You can't get mad at us when we tell you facts, right? Uh, and if and if you are Catholic and you're listening to this, don't get mad back at them. Stay yeah. calm. You know, yeah. keep to your roots and stick to your facts. And if yeah. you don't know something, be like, simply just say, "Hey, I don't know about that. Let me get back to you on it." Or let me yeah. ask someone that does know about it, and I'll get back to you on it. You know, don't try to make up a BS answer. Like, just be honest. Yeah. If you don't know something. I don't know everything. I'm not even close to everything. I don't know. I don't even know. I can only, you know, I only know a tiny bit about canon law. And that's it. There's a whole book that you can read on it, and Father Calvin actually has it, so I should probably get that from him. But um, <laughs> you know, like there's there's just you guys educate yourselves then if you don't know. This, the moment you find out you don't know something about the the Catholic religion, read about it from a legitimate source, though of course. Like read about it and educate yourself about it. Um, you know, and also take courses online. There's yes. Catholic courses you can take online. Maybe you go to a Catholic school, take those courses. Um, you know, so be more be more thoughtful of. Don't be don't be a don't be a two face. I should say that. Like don't. Oh yeah. Don't that's di- first of all, don't diss on others if you can't even speak facts about your your own religion. Like, you know, don't don't do that. Um, yeah. But but yeah. Yeah, so I see what you're saying about yeah. that, but um, you know, I guess that's a. Oh no, I'm sorry. Were you gonna say something? No, you're good. I, I kind of want to transition though. Um, so obviously, we brought up that this episode would be called like "No Excuse," but I also want to call it "Slash Find Find Truth," because that can apply to many. That can be applied to many different things. You, you know, finding truth um, within yourself, finding truth within your values, finding finding truth in the world, and finding truth within uh, your religion. Uh, for us Catholicism right and you know one of the biggest things that people might say is um, you have no evidence uh, you have no this no that people will always bring that stuff up um, or they'll bring up like the hypocrisy in the church right and mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty like okay it's a valid argument okay I'm not saying that you know the church has been the perfect thing ever because obviously there's been uh, many occasions of hypocrisy and uh, failure on uh, clergy uh, but that's because you know they're human, and obviously uh, that's no excuse for what they're it, they're did, um, and their actions are, are, are non-excusable. But at the same time, yeah. at the same time, that still doesn't take away from what the church stands for and what um, Jesus Christ was intentions were when he instituted the, when he verbally uh, told Peter that upon upon this rock I'll build my church, uh, the one true church, one body, one church, one world united as one, um, and obviously. Yeah. Uh, it, it was going well until it didn't, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> until it didn't. And I think it's like you can apply that to many different things in life. And, you know, I think finding truth and I want to ask you, Matt, like finding truth is probably one of the hardest things uh, to do within your life. And I think if you could give me like an example where it has been hard for you to find truth. Uh... 
Okay, so this might sound bad, but um, <laughs> I'm worried. So, funny, it's not okay. Um, so you know, we're we're told that the truth is to to love and accept everyone, right? Right. Uh, I find it very hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the reason why is because uh, when you know that you're the one true church, and when you know that this is the way God wants you to live, uh, and this is the way to get to God, mm-hmm. um, ha- it's so hard not to criticize other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm not saying like yes. Yeah, sometimes it is right to judge. Sometimes it's right for, for us to judge what is morally good and what is morally bad. That's what judging means. What is sinful? What is not sinful? So if someone's committing a sin, and you yourself know it's a sin, then yes, judge. Judge respectfully, though, of course. Be like, listen, man, you know, and explain why. And if you know you yourself is are a sinner of whatever that sin may be, then you know, fix yourself. Then, um, you know, like go to confession and all that. Um, but, you know, it, especially in today's world right now, within this country, uh, I've – there's so many – oh, man. There are so many young people that our age that just don't understand what God is anymore. Yeah. Talk or you it. get these people who are like, oh, I believe in God, but I also believe, you know, like pro-choice. Like, no. So then you don't believe in God. Because if you believe in God and 100% in God's word, then you would not be pro-choice. It's that simple, and and yeah. like and I just love bringing up pro-choice and pro-life because it's such a great example to use. It's so easy to use, um, but if you don't want to bring that up, then fine. Let's let's bring something else up. You want to vote for these people, or you want to promote these people uh, that that simply hate Christians. Yeah, they hate us because they ain't us. Literally, that's why. Um, <laughs> that's a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's just. They go against Christianity. They go against the way that Jesus would want us to live our life. And then and then you call yourself a new generation Christian. Well, if you want to be a new generation Christian, that's fine. But try to aim towards that sainthood, though. Don't follow the mainstream of life. Um, so that's the truth that I have hard, that's hard for me to accept is to love and accept everyone else. When it's just – when things just get worse and worse from other people, that it's hard for me to do that. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude, and and I think a lot of people actually are with you, and it's on both spectrums as well, um, yeah. on like the positions that we stand with, and on also the other the other um, side, because I think um, as much as everyone is down for um, complete like agreement between like no matter who in the world, there's <laughs> always going to be uh, select few people who think differently, and there's no such thing as everyone being on the same page. That's just the hard truth. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't that. think there's ever going to be such thing as everyone agreeing with the same thing. It's just, you know, there's always going to be differences in opinions and, and differences in, in uh, ways to go about things. But I think um, especially that, you know, learning to, you know, love others, especially because, you know, we're taught, you know, we must accept everyone and love everyone no matter the cost, no matter what it, what it is, who they are, you know, what they stand for. I think it's mm-hmm. a virtue that's really hard to grow in, and overall love too. I think it's one of the one of the hardest virtues to learn and grow in, uh, because we're tested a lot with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of situations where you know we fail to love. We fail to love selflessly. We fail to love um, everyone that we encounter. Uh, we become a little bit selfish, um, and that's on that's on both that's on both ends. 
Um, and I do think though that not only is the church under attack, but love itself is under attack. I don't think there's uh, a very real representation of what love is anymore in this world. Uh, it's like kind of like a, a lost word, you would say. Um, and it, it's really hard. That's one of the one of the truths that I I think, in my opinion, was the hardest to find. What is what is the truth of love? You know, what does love actually mean? What does it entail? Um, and I struggled with this a little bit um, until, obviously, I had my encounter with God. <laughs> you know, then that's what I, that's when I knew I was like, oh, God is love. Makes sense. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think in applying it to everything else, you know, like relationships or you know, like family life or just like in general encountering people, it was hard for me to find the truth of love and how I should go about things. You know, realizing that love is uh, something selfless, something that you know you don't question. It's more of a a commitment, and it's something that you you make sacrifices for, you know, it entails, yeah. it entails sacrifices, it entails suffering. Um, and it's something that just doesn't give up easily. Yeah. And, and, it, and that was like one of the hardest truths to find, like to come to the conclusion of, because, uh, it's, that's something, those are, those are things that I've just, I've never done in my life before. <laughs> uh, and, and it was hard to, you know, realize that and realize where I needed to apply that, you know, with my family, friends, relationships, whatever it is. Um, but it was probably one of the biggest truths that I was happy to find because after, you know, realizing what true love is and what the, what love really means, you know, when you say it, when you feel it and, you know, all, all of the above. When you say it, when you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're able to live a more peaceful life knowing that you're authentically loving people um, no matter who they are. Right. But I, I get what you're saying. Um, what do you think is one of the, okay. Like I want to obviously is me and you, but I want to get your opinion. What do you think is one of the the barriers between truth and false reality? Uh, the media. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a great answer, actually. The media, dude. Like seriously, that's 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 the biggest barrier between truth and false reality. The truth is the way of Christ. The false reality is what the media shows you, um, and celebrity stuff like that. Uh, so be careful who you. You know who you you follow. Uh, that's why I, I love following Mark Wahlberg, dedicated yeah. Catholic, great yes. man. Um, so you know, uh, yeah, the media, man, the media definitely is one of the major things. Social media, um, as even colleges, man. Like these professors, some of these professors should not be professors. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But to make this quick, because we've been talking, you know, this episode's gonna be. No, I don't want it to go too long. Uh, to make this quick. The just there's things out there in the world that you should know what what's going to put that barrier between what's real life and what's reality. Um, and one thing that you can always look to to go back into reality um, is your faith. Your faith will always bring you back to reality. Um, right. It will let you know the the evils that are in the world and the goods that are in the world. Uh, and that's the reality of this world that there is evil and there is good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave it at that to make it a quick answer. Um, Carlitos, do you have any announcements to make? Yeah, but before I make an announcement, I just wanna uh, tie once again with like the, the two topics that we had. So obviously with what we have, with that being said, um, there should be no excuse for us to live a life of holiness. That's right. And there should be no excuse for us not to 
continue to persevere and find truth in our own lives and obviously in this world which is hard to do we got to stand out from the crowd you know we're not be, being catholic does not mean we're going to be the pretty picture in between everyone no no, no. being catholic is going to be where we're the hated uh we're the rejected we're the persecuted uh but we're the most loved by god and that's uh that's just the reality of it um preach it yeah but <laughs> preach it i preach it <laughs> i love when I people say amen I cannot get an amen you could brother Amen. <laughs> I love when people do that, bro. Yeah, um, but as far as announcements, all right. Yeah, so we're going to continue to do um, a flow sesh and a, and a, and a topic podcast um, every week, every week, every week, every week. Um, every week, every week, every week. As far as our Patreon goes, the link is in our bio. Go ahead and uh, if you can and want to support us, um, <laughs> go Go ahead and subscribe to that. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> once, we got, once we got some more subscribers on there, uh, we'll be able to you know post exclusive content and merch for you guys to you know show our little love and, and appreciate you guys for the support that you guys are giving us. Um, um, it's absolutely. only up from here. It's only up from here, and uh, we're really excited. And as well as uh, stay tuned for the Soul Movement. If y'all do not follow the Soul Movement. Um, and to not see what's coming this uh, this month, uh, we already um, we already gave a little sneak peek. Well, it's not a sneak peek. You saw the picture of the of the beanie that we're gonna be dropping, and then um, yes, yes, we yes, got yes. something uh, coming something coming in the mail. But we're gonna wait till it gets here to announce it. But obviously, you guys know you guys follow the New Era Saints page. You guys get first first sees at everything that has to do with New Era Saints. Y'all already saw the design that we're dropping, um, and we're really we're really pumped for this. Uh, um, but other but other than that, I don't really got any more announcement to say except you know what guys, keep striving in life, um, um, and don't put any excuses in front of yourself, and always look for truth, not uh, don't follow the mainstream. You know, be um, unique, be authentic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it real. Um, oh, uh, Dodgers playing tonight, folks. They are leading the series. They won. Uh, so tonight, hopefully, get their second dub. Pray they don't so, choke. Uh, Pray, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they go win. Let's go, Doyers. Come on, Doyers. Doyers. Um, so, uh, yeah, just enjoy the sports. Enjoy the good things right now. So, watch baseball. <laughs> yeah, and the smallest thing, simplicity, is is dope. Simplicity is in. So, <laughs> it is. Um, let's dig that. But yeah, man. All right, all right. So, uh, oh, hold on. let me stretch. Oh, this is such a good stretch. Okay. <laughs> Like always, I am Future St. Matthew. And like always, I am Future St. JC. And this is New Era Saints. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>